Welcome, my name is Victoria Heinkman, and thank you for listening to my podcast, Vedic Talks. In this podcast, I will go into exploring all aspects of daily life while looking at them through the Ayurvedic lens. You'll discover how we can use this beautiful ancient wisdom from India to bring balance into our life and how it can heal our body and mind. If you'd like to know more or join one of my workshops or trainings, please visit my website at victoriaheinkman.org. Welcome. Um, so somebody had asked about if I could speak about the topic about being a donor for our, our organs, um, which is such an interesting topic um, of what happens, how do we work with this from a spiritual perspective with our organs. Um, so when we see f- through Ayurvedic lens, when we look at the body, the body is... And not even Ayurvedic lens. It's, it, I sometimes feel I have to say that just to explain where I'm coming from, from what school of thought. Um, every, every organ is a storage space for different emotions. Emotions that we have, uh, emotions therefore experiences that have triggered emotions in this individual lifetime. So this lifetime that is yours, you as an identity. So for example, the liver uh, being the storehouse for, for anger, um, the kidneys being the storehouse for fear and anxiousness, um, the heart being the, the space of both. And I'm talking now about uh, emotions and, and things that, that hurt us, not the emotions of love and, and joy and these things, but the ones that leave us some scar, that leave a, an emotional scar in the physical body. So the heart's heartbreak and deep sadness and grief, the lungs also uh, grief and sadness. Uh, our spleen is the organ of holding on to attachment, attachment to things, to people, to experiences. Uh, the stomach, which uh, is more of, of nervousness and um, um, sense of of identity right it's the place of the third chakra manipura of this manifestation of you uh and the bladder being um that can hold on to also deep deep intimate uh feelings the same as the uterus of a space that we can hold on to shame or guilt and and suffering so we're this walking embodied uh if we're not doing our work to clean out, then we can be this walking embodiment of our traumas. Of It's like a, um, a big gathering, this, this library of our, of our experiences and all that those experiences have uh, brought us um, mentally, emotionally, and therefore, if we can't digest them, also physically. So having said that, if we then... Uh, take on somebody else's organ it's like we're taking on their stuff <laughs> uh, it's kind of like uh, if we borrow someone's suitcase say we're going on vacation and we borrow someone's suitcase and they're like oh yeah i've got this suitcase here it serves the purpose of you need to put your stuff in it and then you get the suitcase and you open it and it still has all their stuff in there it still has their last vacation stuff left over in there 
And then it's like, oh, shit, but wait, I can't put my stuff in there now because there's still all your stuff in there. So in a way, though the function of, of the organ uh, might be there, but it might also not be able to do quite its function it's supposed to because it's already full of stuff. So, and this is, of course, very much your own individual choice of, of how you look at this. And if you, uh, if you or a family member needs uh, a certain organ, whether to make that, that choice or not, this is simply for you to look at a little bit from a different angle of whether to, uh, receive someone else's organ. The same in a way as, um, if we receive the sperm, to conceive a child if we want to have a child without being in a relationship with a man. Um, you want to make sure of who you're allowing in, who you're letting in. So not only of, and how do we know, right? That's, that's, is there some way of knowing? Um, it's like when we get the sperm, do we, we might know the, the, um, the nationality or the, the age and, and some physical background of the person who has donated the sperm or the organ. But do we know their emotional status, their mental status of what they've experienced and how they've digested life? Um, I remember Dr. Ladd speaking about uh, patients that he would see that somebody would have a heart transplant. And after the person had the, the new heart from, from, the other person, that they started behaving very differently. They started uh, smoking, they started uh, speaking in a different type of accent and all these things. And then when they researched where the heart came from, that this individual indeed uh, uh, smoked and, and all these things that matched up. So I think it's important to look at, and this is one of the beautiful things with Ayurveda is it focused very much on preventative disease, that there are these six stages of, of, uh, of disease. So disease doesn't happen overnight in most cases, unless we have like a traumatic event of, of some kind of accident or something like that. But in most cases, um, it's a daily life choices that we make. But so that doesn't mean only the types of food we eat, if that matches with our physical uh, prakriti, our physical constitution, but also what we allow for the mind to eat. How, what, what do we allow for the setting of our inner space to be like? Do we live with, with joy and all that we feel sukham, that we feel joy and, and connection to, to life, to God and this place of bliss, of ananda, which is one of our, um, one of our natural states is to feel blissful, that we can feel completely joyful, happy, blissful, without any reason from the outside world to be happy. But that, that simply is our natural state. It speaks about that in the Ayurvedic texts as well, that, that health is, uh, not only that we can, uh, poop, poop well and sleep well, but that we also mentally feel completely, uh, clear and joyful and blissful state of, of Ananda. So if we're living in that way, then we can prevent so many things, including eventually possibly, uh, needing some kind of, um, um, donor, 
uh, or organ donated by someone else because our own organ is failing on us. So therefore, it helps for us to really know our history of our ancestors, of what is in the family lineage. So that way you can already protect, you can already take extra care of that organ. So say that you know that there's a line of, of kidney stones or kidney diseases in your family, then you might be carrying that emotional um, karma still in your in your ancestral line. So if that's the case, then you can do your research of what kind of foods and emotions and uh, mindsets and herbs are good for this organ. So you because then you know that that's your weak spots. Your weak spot in in Ayurveda they call that your kavagunya. It's like your defected space, meaning that through either physical or emotional trauma, it's it's one of the spaces that doesn't function so optimally. So then you want to give it some extra attention, especially because if you know that that is the weak spot, that it needs some extra light and love so it can function optimally again. So then you can break that chain of this karmic chain uh, of what you might be uh, suffering from in your ancestral line. If it is from a direct, so, so again, just going back into that most disease does not happen overnight. It is something that both through physical food, through lifestyle choices, and especially mental choices. And sometimes we think that we don't have a choice in how we think, that we don't have a choice in how we behave, but we really do, but we don't see that when we're being controlled and ruled by some form of an imbalance. Therefore, if you are constantly, if you're noticing, everything begins with awareness, right? For there to be any transformation, any shift, it can only happen when we first see it. So when we, so pay attention to what are the thoughts that are constantly playing like music that's playing in the living room of your mind, what songs are playing, and they might be playing for so many years that you don't even notice the background music anymore. So become aware of your thoughts, of your moment-to-moment awareness of thoughts, of whatever's happening in your life, what kind of thoughts or criticisms criticisms or judgments are are what kind of commentary is going on inside. It's like, you know, in the Muppets, they had those two old dudes that were always being judgmental and grouchy and sarcastic about everything. It's like, what kind of judge is sitting in the balcony of your theater show? Is there a quietness? Is there a sense of joy and playfulness? Is there a sense of worrying about everything? So when you start noticing which flavor of, of, of emotions are constantly in your scene, then you can start addressing the organ that is connected to that. And with that, you can then so much prevent any buildup of disease because disease is like constantly drops in the bucket daily life drops in the bucket of either maintaining health and vitality and vigor or drops in the bucket of overflowing um, or drops in the bucket of imbalance which eventually the imbalance will flow over and that will flow over into all our channels and by then it causes a full-blown disease which is then much harder if at all possible to be fixed because it's been going on for so long and it's been eating you up inside in so many deep ways so 
look at at that and um then knowing that if either you're on the receiving end or on the giving end right if do you want to donate your your organs that are um, carrying what you have been carrying when it's your time to go and that is such a deep deep personal choice um and the same with with receiving do you want to receive somebody else's stuff um and you can also look at why am i having to receive somebody else's organ right of so using it as not a place of judgment but a place of deep deep inquiry of why did something get to this point that you need to take someone else's someone else's suitcase or someone else's organ and if if that is the case um if that case suits you <laughs> then after a person has uh, received the, the other suitcase the other organ then you can use remedies to clean that organ out so that you can uh refresh the suitcase and um that it can be a clean suitcase for you and being extra mindful of that place of keeping that suit suitcase clean and fresh to not start storing again new things within that organ of the 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 emotion that matches with that organ so i hope this has helped to shine some light uh on this topic and um yeah take some time to sit and ponder over it with your heart not only from a place of of judgment with your mind but really sit sit quietly and and take that take it in so thank you for listening and namaste